0: Yes, 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 people, it is episode 39 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it is me, Griff, obviously. Hey, guess where I am? I'm outside of uh, Terry's Comedy Club, the West Indian Cultural Centre. When I say West Indian, I don't mean Bombay. No, I'm in the Caribbean. I hate the fact that we still call it West Indies. You know that, right? It's one of my little pet peeves. It's not a massive deal, but I don't like it. We name a whole region... Over Christopher Columbus being lost. I'll call it West Indies. He thought he was in India. That's no, why it's called West Indies. It's called Caribbean after the Caribs, the people are actually there. It's just keep referring it to it as that, right? of no, it's nonsense. Anyway, it's um, episode 39. I've got to do this quickly. I tried doing one while driving down. I've still got it saved, so I may upload it. Call that director's cut. <laughs> But well, this is the one that um, I'm actually chilled out, ready to do. Because this week I had lots of articles to talk about. So when I did the original recording of this, I was just having to ad-lib and then got stuck in traffic. The idea was to ad-lib for 20 minutes, pull over and actually start doing the podcast properly. But I couldn't do that. So I then had to, you know, had to, yeah, it was rubbish. I couldn't upload that, you know. People wait a whole week for this. I couldn't give you shit. I've got to give you something proper. So, I'll talk about my week very briefly. Started in a different country. I was in Milan, right? I was in Milan. It was good. It was with the lady. Um we had a great time. Didn't kill each other. Didn't even argue. It was fun. We had a fun time. Um, a lot of people had negative attitudes towards Milan before I got there. So, like, why are you going to Milan? If you're going to Italy, why Milan? I was like, look, you're not invited. So, why are you bothered? Shut up. And do you know what? we had a good time. We had a great time actually. Um, architecture awesome. The Duomo and the Galleria. Loads of churches, man. I mean, I'm not religious, but the church is a fucking impressive building. Ignore the fact that these buildings are like 300, 400 years old. You know, 300, years old, marble, gold. Built in a time where the whole Milan would have been like a village. Everyone else is poor. But I can just give it 10% of what they've got to the church. They're just whacking another marble brick. Even though it says in like all religious texts, don't don't have idol worship, don't build shrines. Ah, gonna need to give us some money, mate. That's not even me digging out religion. It's just people, humans. They'll take anything that's meant to be good. Oh dear, that is my alarm, because I'm sat in my car. Having a great time. There you go. There you go. It's all right. It's all right, people. Well now I know what my alarm sounds like. I didn't know. Didn't know what it sounds like. <laughs> um, what, what is proper just having a meltdown, that that light there? We're okay. I think maybe because the car thinks no one should be in it, and I'm in it, just chatting away. It's freaking it out. Shall I, I unlock it, lock it? I don't know what this this that, that light's bugging me now. I feel like it's sent out like some kind of bat signal to to Volvo So yeah this car's being robbed. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, something Milan. Um I can't remember if this even continues on what I was saying about Milan, but the food was awesome. Um I ate all the Italian food, so I had a pasta and a pizza and the fish. How was that? Now here's one thing that didn't really occur to me, right? So we're talking about food. And uh, you know, we refer to most food that's like fish and that as seafood, right? However, not all that food is actually from the sea. Some fit's freshwater fish. Because we was looking at the lake. So it was on Lake Como. And Girlfriend asked ask, oh yeah, I think people fish from there. I say, Yeah, of course they must fish from there, you must get food from here. Is it seafood then? If it's not from the sea? And I was like, what are you talking about? Of course it is. And I was like, ah. ah." And then I realised we don't actually eat that much uh, freshwater fish. I'm not saying that's interesting. I'm just (laughs) saying it's just one of those things that, you know, if you're ever losing an argument with someone and you haven't actually got any points to make back, you just want to pick at what they're saying. Now, you haven't actually got anything to retort with, but you don't distract them by slagging off their grammar and stuff. You see it online all the time. So, like, oh, I don't know what's wrong with them. They're always wrong. It's like, ah, you spelt they wrong. It's they are. And you spelt they're. Eh. Ignor- <laughs> I'm ignoring any point you made. I'm going to pretend I can't understand the point you was making because you used the wrong there. That kind of shit. Someone's talking about salmon or trout. It's like, oh, I don't like seafood. I don't... He go. do you like trout? They're like, no, I said I don't like seafood. He's like, ah, but it's a freshwater fish, so it's not seafood. Just distract them. As you try to think of your better counterpoint. If you're ever arguing about fish. Another one. I don't have many fish-based arguments, but... Another one, yeah. If someone says fishes, and someone tries to correct... (laughs) go Actually, the plural for fish is fish well that's true if it's the same species of fish I mean it's different species fishes is acceptable so again just never lose an argument you just need to just throw a little distraction yeah throw one of those donkey Kong barrels at their legs just, just do that just do that while you think of actual something to say back to them but that was, that was Milan. Uh, the only disappointing point in Milan was um, a dessert that I had. It was it was called Oreo. And the description was, like the traditional tiramisu, but with a twist and a hint of pistachio. And I was like, that sounds fucking delightful. I'll have some of that. Now, in my head, I know it's called Oreo. But I was like, maybe Oreos are named after this dessert. And this is a traditional Italian dessert that I should really have because I'm in Italy. And, um... Remember, like a tiramisu, but with a twist and a hint of pistachio. So, give me that. Comes out. There's no pistachio. Mm -hmm. It's nothing like a tiramisu. Oh, it's actually like a big fucking Oreo. I felt stupid. I felt stupid for ordering it. Because what I actually wanted was a tiramisu. Um, But I saw this twist. I was like, I like pistachios. Why not? They completely missold it, ruined an otherwise a lovely evening. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, while I was there, I watched Netflix as well. And um, what's the film called? Case Thirty Nine. If you've not seen it, it's a film with Rennie Zellweger. She's like a child abuse, uh, you know, support cop thing. I don't know what the proper word is, right? She does that. Uh, she suspects this kid's being abused by her parents. Um and you know the, you know they go through the interview process and you know the kid comes out fine. The kid says, Oh no, no I'm, I'm fine, it's all right, but keeps on whispering stuff to Renny Zelveg, going, I actually need your help. All right. Then anyway, they bust into uh one yeah, one night the uh, the parents try to put the kid in the oven. You're watching it's like, Fucking hell, can't put a kid in the oven, what are you doing? You know, the, the cop, Renny Zelvega child abuse Saving cop. I don't know what they're called. Boots down the door. No. Right. So it's all kicking off. Um, she rescues a kid from the oven. Parents get locked away at a mental um institute. Stuff so only for the film to develop, and then you realise the parents aren't actually mental, and the little girl is actually a kind of demon spirit thing. It's like, what a plot twist. You don't see it coming. Ah, dear. And then it just leaves you thinking, what would you do if your kid was actually some devil child? Like, if you witnessed it yourself, then that's one thing. But say if your spouse said, look, this is going to sound crazy, but our kid's possessed. What do you mean? Our kid's are fucking, it's a demon spirit. It's weird. The kid's a mess. Like, what do you do then? How do you deal with that? Your kid being a demon spirit. Or your partner tells you, you're going you to chuck your partner away. You're going to call the call the, clubs, the police cops and be like, yo, my wife's trying to kill my kid. Lock her away. I Only to find your kid's head spinning 360. You're alone with me now, daddy. Just like, no. But anyway, I think if you go through the film thinking, oh my God, I can't believe they're abusing a child to kill the kid. Kick his head off. Don't it? It's it's a it's a really well written uh, drama thriller psychological thriller. But no, it's a good film. It just made me think, just like mentally ill people, like you know, talking about your schizophrenics and stuff. If they imagine if they were all actually correct, like the things they said they could see and hear, was all true, and all of us hashtag sane people were like the ones who are still plugged in the matrix. So can't you hear the voice? Can't you hear the TV telling you do that? And you're like, no. Yeah, we'll still get the same message but we don't realise the TV's doing it. Yet yeah, a schizophrenic person just see it quite clearly for what it is. Imagine that shit. I mean nuts. That's what I just thought, just like, yeah man. Because I guess that is what you know insanity is. It's like you don't even know what you're saying it isn't real. That is scary. Oof. Jeez. Horrible thought. Anyway. So about... Um, <laughs> uh, on the way back from Milan though. I'm not going to just talk about Milan all the way. Uh, there was a kid kicking the back of our chairs. Uh, my girl. She, she works with kids. So she knows how to deal with kids. You know, she gave the kid a little look. Say, stop it now. Kid did it again. No, stop it now. And then... She started, turns to the mum. And goes, Oh, excuse me. Look, your child's kicked the back of my chair. Continually through the flight the mum jumps in cuts her off go oh, what do you want me to do she's a child she's a child I What? she's a child she's like excuse me I haven't finished yet Number what what do you want to do how am I want to control she's a child she's like, well you need to find a way of controlling your child because I've paid for a ticket I to be kicked in the back right and the woman's like but I've asked her to stop woman it is a, I, don't, I can't understand people do this kind of shit right you ask your child to stop. It is a child. Your child. Your responsibility. Yeah? Well, you yeah, act like... What? How do you get the kid on the plane? I asked her to get on the plane. She said yes. So that's how she got on the plane. Like, how do you decide the holiday? There has to be... There was a point in the, in that day you just told the kid, shut up. Get ready. Do this. Why? Because they are your child. Stop kicking the chair... Don't ask them. Just tell them. Just in the chair. If they say why, yes, tell them why. I don't like people who just don't give kids a reason for things. Because I said so. That's that's not a reason. Because like, when you raise your kid, going because I told you so, that's the same dickhead kid who goes and does something shit and dumb because their friends told them so. That's the kid you're raising. The kid doesn't ask any questions. No no critical thinking at all. This dumb dumb child turns to a dumb adult. Well, I don't know. Just that like everyone else is doing it, and so I, I just did it. That's that's, who, that's what you're raising. By not giving them a reason for things. But don't just let them just go around kicking things either. Just tell them stop. When they ask why, you tell them why. But I don't have any kids. and uh, But the woman was tickling the child. That's what was causing the kicking. So how much was you actually trying to tell the kid to stop when you was l- literally making the kid kick out? Dickhead. Anyway. Let's talk about controlling your kids. I read an article about... Uh, Autism The hidden illness um, As it's called And Yeah like I was asked about This woman who got Kicked off a bus Because her son was singing On the bus Wheels on the bus He was singing And the driver From the back Driver stops the bus says, get off What? Get off What do you mean get off? You Lady with the kid Get off the bus He's singing distracting me So Us? What about that? What about those Youths Play music off their phone. What about them? No, no they're alright. Oh, you're because 'cause they're gonna shank you, alright. What about what about her? I mean, the one who's having this shitty conversation, talking really loud. No, you know what I mean? And then she said, right? She said that oh no, I can't do that, uh, you're an idiot, you can't do it. And then he said, you know, he didn't even back me up. Like what what about her? Gonna kick her She still talks on the phone. Listen how loud she is. How can you even hear me? My son singing over that shit. No, they're all right. So I can't see how, how you possibly have heard a boy singing. So how long is someone on a bus for anyway? How long is the longest someone rides a bus for? Really, honestly. 30 minutes, that's probably the, the, the longest. Because once the bus rides over 30 minutes you're now crossing like where tubes should be taking you and you should be able to get there easily. I, I, I just think it's bollocks mate bollocks absolute bollocks so look if your kid hasn't got autism control your kid if your kid does have autism right maybe it should be like a badge now nah, because then it encourages kids to be treated differently but they do they need to be treated differently not in a bad way just in an accommodating way just like yeah to let people know that just, it's autism so look if he starts doing certain things there's your reason I'm going to try and control him but you know, he's autistic. So because you've got that image of that woman dragging her son on the floor. And she's like, he's autistic, you don't know what it's like. He just drops on the floor, just dead weights himself, and she actually literally has to drag him. There's video of her dragging him and people videoing it going, Terrible mum, you don't know what you're doing. Take that kid away. It's like I don't have an autistic kid. I'm pretty sure if my kid couldn't like it's just a regular thing he does, just drops on the floor. And that's the only way you can move him. That's what we end up doing. But I don't know. I don't know what's kid. But what other stuff happened in the news? It's um what other stuff? Well this <laughs> there's an advert, part-time staff required, female in brackets, uh, washing pots is for women, claims owner of a restaurant. <laughs> Here it goes a restaurant boss who advertised specifically for a female worker to take a role washing dishes has re has defended it by saying women are obviously better at cleaning than men. Um there you go. That's what he says. It's his restaurant. Why well, He should be able to employ who he wants, right? In a weird way, that's positive discrimination with a sexist twist. He's he's really fucked everyone with that. Because you got we got a feminist going, Oi, women are not there just for cleaning. And he goes, alright. But I'm trying to give a woman a job. And not men. I'm literally trying to give a woman employment over a man yes but that's not right so you don't want me to give women jobs we do just not those ones we, which ones then because i'm not forcing any women to apply there's women with like really good cleaning experience so i want the cleaners if you're clean with clean experience and you're a woman then surely you'd want this job right you're not getting the point <laughs> you got gonna have men there going oi why is he trying to employ a woman, not just women, not a man? Oh hey, it's that, like, mate. Do you even want the job? That's not the point. It's like, do you want the job? It's not the point, mate. That is exactly the point. Do you want the job? No. Shut up, then. I don't know how this made it into a news article. Like, I don't know I didn't read the next Metro to see what people's views were coming back to it. But um, other news. So I remember the story I covered last week about um. About the wife throwing hot water over the mistress. Well, here it comes. Um, a spurned wife who poured boiling water over her estranged husband's mistress is facing jail whilst being convicted of causing grievous bodily harm with intent. I'm not a legal expert, but I I suspected that. Y- you can't really pour a kettle full of water over someone accidentally. Twice. Um, Monica For- Fury. Forey 34 attacked 24 year old Hannah Stokes in the marital home, causing burns to her head, neck, and chest. Polish born Fori sobbed as she, f- as she was found guilty. She had denied the offence but admitted a lesser charge of causing grievous body harm without intent. Marine Ruta Fori confessed to his wife about the affair in October 2015. Plymouth Crown Court heard. The defendant left home to stay with her friend but unexpectedly returned and walked in on the pair in the lounge. She said she was going to make a cup of tea but instead poured water from a cup over Miss Stokes and then tipped the remaining content of the kettle over her. Prosecutor Joe Martin said she knew exactly what she was doing and she openly stopped when Wooter intervened. No, and she only stopped when Wooter intervened. He had to use physical force in order to stop her. Stop pouring water on Hannah! That is no way to talk to a woman. You do not use physical force on a woman. I do not care that she was pouring hot water over your girlfriend. Do not use physical force on a woman. <laughs> <laughs> then Miss Stokes, who has split from South African-born Mr. Fury, told the court uh, the defendant was... Oh full of rage Uh, That's that's, that's Hannah Hannah's voice is boring Full of rage Um, She was treated for second degree burns The judge adjourned sentence until November the 1st So we'll find out what else happens In Watergate Um, I'm going to have to come off this podcast soon Because you know I've got an actual gig to do In a few minutes It's meant to start at 8 I'm round the corner in the car I've already checked in Got my wristband So I know I'm about Um, They've got me coming on Just before Judy Love, um, who's headlining. Judy Love's amazing. I'd love to do that. However, I've got another gig. I've got another gig to get to. So I can't actually be, you know, messing around. I've just looked at my watch. I haven't set my watch back. I need to do that. Um, So anyway, so I'm going to try and open the show instead. Open it strong. Get Griffin there. But then if I open it, it might be a half-empty room. Fuck... What to do? What to do? Because I need to get to the other show. This is annoying, right? Because, you know, I hate saying black gigs and white gigs and pointing out the differences. But there are some clear differences. For example, I'm on at 9.55 at the other gig. Right? And it's a white gig. So I know I will be on at 9.55. This gig on the advert says starts show starts at 7pm on the dot It is now 5 to 8. And one of the acts is sat in the car recording the podcast. So, (laughs) it gives you an idea how this night's going to go. It's going to be tight. It's going to be fucking tight. Alright, but it's fine. Anyway, because gigs are overrun sometimes. I had a gig yesterday in Bournemouth. Was it yesterday? No. It's Sunday now, so Friday in Bournemouth. Um, That was cool with tricks. Uh, Jake Lambert and then me opening up We had Latif Lovejoy mc night and it was a great night In Bournemouth Um, Really fun, took us flipping ages to get down there And um, Trix is probably The most relaxed, chilled out man I've ever met We were running late Um, That didn't phase him He wanted to ask me if I had uh, Mobile ter- uh, hotspot Wi-Fi hotspot on my phone So he could tether to make some calls And I was like Do you know what, that's fine you can do that. You can make some calls. And he made these calls, which is fine. I then proceeded to hear Instagram clips and then full blown YouTube videos. And I was like, oh, you, I, you can see my face. I was driving, like, thinking, I mean, I've got the data, that's fine. But it's the principles, tricks, the principles. You, you said you do it for a phone call. Then you started just watching video on video on YouTube. It's principles, man. You know, and he was running late, and he's like, "I need stuff at McDonald's." And I said, "That's fine. Like, we do. We we all need to eat." And I said, "How about? Because that queue looks mad for the drive-through, and we just missed the turn-in. I can pull up here. You just run across and get it." And he's just like, "Um, Nah you know, um, I ain't really feeling to do that." I was like, I clearly lack, lack assertiveness in my voice. So we we went into the drive-through. It was running late, so it was later now. Um, but he paid for my he paid for my See, that's how I'm easily bribed. He paid for my food. Um, and he was using my mobile data. And it's fine. I had the allowance. It's fine. i have eight gig a month. I mean, don't be jealous now, people. I'm balling like that. So it's all about your data. How much data you got? Hmm? I don't care about the money, you got this data you got. I've got eight gig a month. And I was chilling on two gig. I'm gonna show you the graph of data usage and you'll see mobile terrorid, how much was used. You'll see. You'll see what happened in that car. A two-hour car journey, you'll see what happened. Alright. But um, it was fun, it was all good. It's all good, it's all good. Um and then after that drive back at half two in the morning. Which was nuts, absolutely nuts. I was knackered. Then woke up at six to get ready for just sat in the Saturday morning hangover, which is the first birthday. Been doing radio for a year now, which has been fantastic and hopefully next year it gets better and better and better. We just find new ways of improving the show, which would be great. Um yeah. There's been just a manic weekend. Got back to mentoring as well, and then just chilled out and hot chilled out up in Hertfordshire. Um that's where that's where the lady lives. Out there in the sticks. Um Where she made me get chickpeas. Now, man, do you know where to get chickpeas from in the supermarket? A can of chickpeas. I didn't have a bloody clue. I just got exposed. I didn't know. Like, if that makes me an idiot, fine. But I didn't know where to look. And it was so obvious to know where to look, right? Because I picked up a bag of chickpeas. And I was like, there's a reason why she specified can. But let me, so let me read the bag. As I'm reading the bag, this guy walks past me and goes... Make sure you get the right ones, fella. He knew, he knew I'd get them for myself. He's like, I was up. Like, huh? I smiled. He goes, She won't forgive you if you get the wrong ones. I was like, Mo oh, dear. This guy knows. He's been there. He's been there. Like, when I looked down this aisle, there was no men down this aisle, just women. Just women. It's like men don't go here. I had to call her, I messaged her. She said, Try, try aisle nine. She you knew exactly which aisle it was in. Went down there. Started like. Talking to her on the phone. I was like how the fuck am I going to know where chickpeas are? This woman next to me just started laughing. I looked at her hand. Wedding ring on. This woman's had this sort of conversation with her husband as well. Like. Guys. just If you do listen to the podcast. Just message me. Or message on Twitter. If you know where chickpeas are. Do you know where to get chickpeas? Can you find the chickpeas? No. Couldn't. But hey. Anyway. I'm going to end the podcast on this. Um, I doubt the show's going to start at 8. But if it does, I should be upstairs. Uh, but I'm going to figure on this. What I'm going to do, I'm going to try and make this a regular feature. I'm going to read a relationship dilemma from the Metro. And I'm going to give my answers on it. I'm not going to read the experts' answers. But yeah, let's read this one. Okay. Do I tell a hub... How- I tell hubby I fancy a woman? Question mark. For five years, I've been married to a very lovely man, but the truth is, I'm not in love with him. And I wasn't the day I walked down the aisle. Why walk down the aisle? Why do it? Why walk down the aisle? Like, why? Life is short. So why commit yourself to someone that you don't love? Like, it's one thing when your relationship falls apart, but when it's not even there at the beginning, what the fuck are you doing? Anyway, I'm attracted to women, and I've known it all my life. Why? You're just wasting everyone's time. There's a woman out there looking for you. Would love to be in a relationship with you, but she can't be with you because you're with a bloke. you got this bloke here who's now not in a relationship with a woman that could really love him because you don't even love him. Anyway, I've known all my life, even if I have tried to bury it. I had one fling at university with a female friend, which was confusing and passionate. And then quickly fell into a serious relationship with a kind, interesting, safe man. A series of relationships with kind, interesting, safe men. I recently felt the energy starting to drain out of me. I always tr- uh, tired. I'm always tired, and so my husband suggested I join a local interest group to get me out of the house. I met a kindred spirit there, and although we haven't spoken in depth, we are getting closer. She says. She says she is also in a marriage. That is no longer fulfilling her needs, and I feel her looking at me in a way other women don't. See, so you're just horny. You're just horny for some female female on female action, it seems. Like, wait, you had one fling. That's what you said, right? Let me reread that. At university. One fling at university. Come on. One fling. So if I tried like If I ate like a hot dog Once in my life A hot dog's now my favourite food And every other meal I have after eh, It just doesn't match up Because that one time I had hot dogs at university I mean come on One fling love I bet she's not a real lesbian I bet she didn't lick the minch at all Plastic lesbian She She got licked Did kissing, bit of scissoring That's it Unless you put your tongue on another woman's minge. You're a plastic lesbian. Lipstick lesbian, you're not real to me. You tried the tig, that's it. He got whacked out with a dildo. Strap on. Toy penis. You know, I don't care. You, you're you not real lesbian until you put your tongue on another woman's mins. Anyway, because I make the rules about lesbianism, all right? <laughs> a straight man makes the rules about how lesbians are. Right. Anyway, she says... um, when I missed a recent club meeting, she messaged me saying she missed me. I think about her all the time, which makes me feel incredibly disloyal to my husband. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Right, what you do? Here's what you do. You get a picture of the woman. You show your husband. You go, what do you think of this woman? And she, he'll be like, oh, do you find her attractive? But you got to say it in a way that he doesn't think he has to say no. So. You see, ask him questions like, oh, I can't believe she can't get a boyfriend. Like, do you think she's ugly? That's how you should do it. He'll give her your honest opinion. And he'll be like, uh, yeah, she's all right. And that's when you go, oh, how about we invite her over for a threesome? Let's see if that gets your energy up. You get to stay married. And you get to smash this woman. Hey. Have your cake and eat it have your pussy and penis and eat them both love yeah that's my suggestion that's how you save the marriage that's how you get your lesbian energy out and it's a win-win for everyone he gets the threesome don't ross geller him don't have him in the kitchen making sandwiches while you two go to town no get him involved whack him off if you really don't want him involved make him finish quick because once a guy comes we're not really that interested in sex we'll just be watching you and be like this is weird Look at the watch, be like match of the days on in a minute. Um you girls, you carry on here, don't mind me, um I'm going in the living room. You can even do that. Just make him finish quickly. Finish your day. Okay, okay. shit, she's still married though, isn't she? Oh dear, yeah, you can't have a cheating on her husband. That doesn't fix things. I forgot about him. Oh dear. My at that my my watertight suggestion can't work now because of the other guy. That's the only reason that won't work. Um, so I think you just have to come out to your husband then, if you're really not happy. If you're really not happy, um, yeah. But then, what are you gonna do with this one? Because she's married. Maybe even you maybe talk to her. This woman may not be a lesbian. You you may say, hey, you know, do you want to have sex? She's gonna be like, uh, what? No. I'm not a lesbian. And then how you feel if you left your husband for this woman who's not even a lesbian? She's like, no, I just I look at you in a different way to the other women because, oh, I like your shoes. Doesn't mean I want to fuck you. You'll feel stupid. You you're thinking like how a man thinks. You think when a woman talks to us, they want to have sex with us. We get nervous. If we're faithful, we get nervous. Oh my god, this woman's talking to me. Ah, oh, what my girlfriend sees sees this woman's trying to fuck me. And he's like, no, mate. She works behind the bar. She wants your order for the drink. That's, that's all that's happening. So if this woman here, maybe establish the facts first. Establish whether this woman's actually a lesbian. Establish whether she actually fancies you. Then once you've established that, then you need to talk to your husband. Be like, um, look, I've been having these feelings. I've been dissatisfied in the marriage. Well, yeah, we need to talk. We need to sort this out and then just have an honest conversation. And then she needs to do the same with her husband if she actually is a lesbian. But first of all, find out whether she's a lesbian. Then if she is, and you actually fancy her, then talk to your husband. You've got to talk to your husband anyway about your relationship. Relationships don't working out. You need to work working. So It may not even be that you fancy women, it may not even be fancy this woman. That's just an easy out. Because imagine if you then bang this woman and then you realise, oh god, that guy's actually perfect and amazing for me. And now I'm and now I'm here. I've got a woman sat my face and I don't even like Minch. That wouldn't be good, would it? Anyway, I've got to end the podcast there because it is past 8 o'clock. And I think that is sufficient for a podcast. It was much better than the podcast recorded earlier. Alright, guys. I'll catch you next week, you bastards. Yeah.